0: I still want you Hello brother, I'm Grace. Hello brother, I'm Stephanie. And welcome to Doppelgangers. This week we are discussing season 1 episode 6 of The Vampire Diaries, which is called Lost Girls. What do you think of that episode title? I would more appropriately call it Lost Girl, but <laughs> I don't know who the girls are. I guess Vicky is the girl I'm thinking of, obviously. Yeah, that's true. I'll I'll start from the top by saying my prediction of Vicky being dead, off. (laughs) (laughs) And I am thankful for that. So I'm going to read the Vampire Diaries wiki synopsis of this episode. Elena demands that Stefan explain the frightening events that have been happening in Mystic Falls. In flashbacks, Stefan explains how his rivalry with Damon began. Back in the present, Damon impulsively takes control of Vicky's future and a confused and frightened Vicky runs away. Finally, Sheriff Forbes and Mayor Lockwood take steps to protect the town. So this is a heavy Salvatore, Vicky, Elena episode. We see none of Bonnie or Caroline in this episode. Mm. I know. Sad day. Sad day. And we haven't seen Tyler in either of these episodes. Yeah, we haven't seen Tyler in a minute. He'll be back. I assume that. He's not our big guy yet. Yeah, Vicky is a more important character than him at this point. Let's dive right in we start the episode kind of rehashing what we had at the end of the last episode which is elena writing in her diary about how this is so crazy she's not a believer but she reviews basically all the clues that have led her to her conclusion and we cut to her driving really fast to the salvatore mansion we see stefan like we did in the last episode grab his stake and open the front door. But this time when he opens the front door, we transition into Mystic Falls in 1864 Mm -hmm. and Stefan coming outside of his house and a carriage coming up and Catherine is here. We see Catherine for the first time. We see Stefan meet her at a house that's not the Salvatore house. First impression of Catherine. She looks uppity. So she doesn't really have the same like down to earth fun vibe that Elena has. And obviously we get to this later, but Catherine does not seem very nice off the (laughs) top. I was disappointed to see that, unfortunately, there are slaves at this house, which, you know, I think we all knew was realistic, but I was really hoping somehow we were going to avoid that. Yeah, I mean, it is the Vampire Diaries, so you don't come here expecting a thoughtful picture of, you know, Civil War America. But unfortunately, it's 1864 in Virginia, so they do have slaves. So Stefan seems immediately charmed by Catherine. And we cut immediately back to present day, And Elena asking Stefan, what are you? And Stefan says, you know, (laughs) he's like, you know, don't you? And she's like, I need you to tell me, buddy. (laughs) He's like, you're here. So, you know, and she's like, basically say it. And he says the fateful words. I'm a vampire. And I think it's, you know, it hits Elena hard because it's one thing to like, suspect that but it's different to have that suspicion just fully confirmed yes because up until then she can be like i'm being crazy like there's an explanation but he says it and immediately she's like i shouldn't have come here and she starts to run away which i can't blame her for and stefan does his fast little vampire run he tries to stop her he doesn't you know he's like don't be afraid of me and she's like i'm gonna go she's like you just jumped in front of me out of nowhere so newsflash buddy i am afraid she gets in the car and she drives off And he doesn't really chase her right away, whatever he just watches her go but then we cut to the Gilbert house and Elena's freaking out the whole drive home she's been freaking out she's like got deep breaths she goes and checks on Jeremy but he's playing video games she doesn't want to burden him with this she goes into a room and she's scared but of course like everyone in this town she keeps her window open so Stefan got into her room, and he's like you know you're safe with me it's okay. By now, she's starting to actually ask questions, think about the things, all the implications that come with this discovery. She's like, what's with all those animal attacks? He's like, that was Damon. I do not drink human blood. I drink squirrel blood. I don't choose to live that way. And he said, I will tell you anything. It's dangerous for you to know these things, but I will tell you anything you want to know. Just please let me talk to you. And she's like, you need to go right now. I would say to his credit, he does, but it takes a lot of convincing to get him to leave. Yeah, and he did show up through her window but at least he does leave and you know i know he doesn't want the vampire secret getting out to the whole world Mm -hmm. but uh, like i do think he should give elena some time to really sit with this news and figure out how she feels about it because you know not for nothing i if i found out my boyfriend was a vampire i don't think my first reaction would be to tell a bunch of people because i'd be like i sound ridiculous i agree that I might not tell people right away, but Stefan probably can't know because also he doesn't know Elena that well. Yeah. So like he doesn't know what her reaction to these things is. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the cemetery and Damon is just draining all of Vicky's friends of their blood and simultaneously pouring alcohol on them and setting them on fire. And while he does this, he calls Stefan and he's like, hey, Stefan, um, I want my daylight ring back. And Stefan is like, what did you do? And Damon's like, mm, actually, it's what did you do? Because you starved me for days. So anything I did, this is on you, buddy. Which is a good point. Because like, if you're going to starve him, you need to make sure he can't get out. Like, he had too much power. And I think you knew that. But he still let happen Abin- But you skipped over a very crucial Damon line in which Stefan said, where are you? And he said, I'm at the Sizzler. <laughs> Considering he was setting bodies on fire. I just thought that was a cute little moment by Damon. I think, honestly... And this is another argument for Stefan texting. He should have been guarding the dungeon until Damon was unresponsive. Yeah. Like for 24 hours a day. He should not have been going to school while this was happening. Yeah. This is why you don't need to be a high school student as a vampire. Like you have more important things to do. And not to say that Damon couldn't have still escaped in that case. Like if I were Damon, I'd be like pretend to be dead. Wrong medium for the little face I just made. If I were Damon, I would just pretend to be unresponsive and dead. And then Stefan would wake up. you would still be pretty weak, but you could at least catch him by surprise, maybe. But again, like if I'm Stefan, I'm waiting in that basement until Damon is unresponsive for like five full days. Yeah. Like, I don't want there to even be a chance. But of course, as an audience member, I don't want Stefan to do that because I want Damon to be alive. (laughs) And I understand why he didn't do it. But honestly, if Stefan really wanted Damon unresponsive, he could have done a little more um... Work to make that happen. Yeah. So Stefan, of course, is like, whoever you killed, you're going to make us get caught. And Damon's like, I'm covering my tracks, which, of course, as we know, he's setting the bodies on fire. And basically, Damon's like, look, this is all on you. So you need to give me my ring back. And <laughs> and Stefan's like, oh, I gave it to Zach to hide. And Damon's like, yeah, I'm not falling for that. Uh, I'm going to go hurt Elena next, if you don't give me the ring. And Stefan caves real quick. He's like, I'll get you your ring. Yeah, he says, fine, I'll go get it. And it's like, you could keep lying, buddy. I mean, and I get it because he's like, Well, Elena doesn't want me to be there, so I can't really protect her. But he could just be by the Gilbert house anyway, which he ends up doing. But he he came so fast. He's like, "Okay, I'll get you a ring, but it's going to take a few days. Well, it's going to take a few days because he wants it to only be one trip to their old house. He was like, I want Elena to want to come with me. I don't want to waste the gas to go twice. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So Damon hangs up the phone, gets back to burning the bodies. And Vicky's there and he kicks Vicky and she's still alive. Well, she just coughs like he goes to grab her to burn her and she just... Touched her with his foot, didn't he? No, he like went to grab her to start burning her. And then she coughed. I guess I don't need to correct you on that. Reactions to Vicky being alive. That Vicky is a fighter. Good for her. Yeah. He's like, you really don't want to die, do you? And she's like, guess not. (laughs) So we cut back to the Gilbert house and Elena is tossing and turning because she doesn't know what to make of all this. And Stefan is just on the porch waiting outside because he's protecting her from Damon, presumably. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I thought he was just kind of like waiting for when she was ready to talk. He'd be there. I think it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. So we cut to the next day and Elena and Stefan are having lunch at a cafe. I guess if I'm Elena, I do want this conversation to be in public so he can't kill me. Yeah, that's true. That's not a bad idea. First Tinder date rules. (laughs) So basically she's like, okay, so I Googled vampires and there's a lot of stuff in there. I know you eat garlic and somehow sunlight's not an issue. Yeah. So he, you know, is kind of like, okay, ask all these questions. Did you start with some of the those yeah. easy ones, those low hanging fruit. So we're doing a quick review of the vampire diaries lore, which is great because we're still early in the show. It's always good to get this information as much as possible. Yeah. And she runs through a couple other things. Crucifixes and holy water, not a big issue. Mirrors is a myth. I do love that when she says holy water, he says drinkable. He's like, oh yeah, I could drink holy water if I wanted to. It's like, that's not really what it's for, but okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Elena, because she's a good friend, is like, so you told me last night that Damon is dangerous. So why did you let him keep biting Caroline? And he's like, yeah, Damon's dangerous, but like Caroline was okay. She was being fed on, but her memories were being compelled away. So like- All in all, it was kind of not a big deal. And he was like, you know, stopping Damon from doing something like really only does more harm than good. And she's like, but he was biting my friend. (laughs) He's like, look at it this way. If he wanted to kill her, he would have, and he didn't. So, and Elena's like, okay, that's not super comforting. <laughs> and also, by the way, he's leaving out the fact that Damon did want to kill Caroline after the Founder's Day party, but couldn't because her blood had her vein in it. But I guess what's the point of telling Elena all that? I think that's a good <laughs> one to leave out. <laughs> so Elena's like, are there any other vampires in Mystic Falls besides the two of them? And he says, not anymore. He said, basically, there was a time that there were vampires here and people were very aware of the vampires that were here. And that didn't end well, apparently. And then we cut over to Sheriff Forbes and Logan, who are at the cemetery where all the burnt up bodies are. And they're basically talking about, okay, well, a vampire was covering their tracks here. We can call it a drug deal gone bad. It is probably going to be believable, but we're pretty sure it's a vampire. Well, this is another case, you know, a little bit unrelated of like. You cannot be another reporter in this town unless you're in this family, because Logan is just right on the crime scene with the cops. He is getting the full scoop, even though the scoop is a lie, but he just is getting all the information. If you're another reporter, you're like, hey, can I come? And they're like, no. Well, it's all back to the fact that there are these founding families that know everything and you can't really let anyone else do it. Yeah. Logan also takes this time to reveal that he got the Gilbert watch so great news for all of them. Then as they're searching wallets and stuff Sheriff Forbes finds Vicky's ID and at the time they don't know if she is one of those bodies or not they have to get dental records. And then we cut to Damon leaving Stefan an angry voicemail. Basically, he's like, where's my ring? I hate you. You're the worst brother in the world. Teeth. And he hangs up and we cut over to Vicky on the couch. He's like, oh, don't get any blood on the couch. But otherwise he's, you know, kind of taking care of her. He's clearly letting her live. Yeah. He's not killing her, which is out of character. Yeah. Out of character considering he killed like three other people at the cemetery, but. Exactly. And he sees the bite on her neck and he's like, "Okay, whatever, I'll help her. So he gives her some of his blood, which heals her. So now we know for a fact that vampire blood heals humans. And she seems to love it. She seems to it seems to affect her sort of like drugs, either that or he has a bunch of drugs in his system from all the blood of the people on drugs that he just ate. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Perhaps I was thinking that I was trying to understand why she was like high off of it. Well, I imagine vampire blood tastes good yeah because she seemed down to eat it without like fighting it too hard so yeah I, I was curious if they ever say something about what the taste is like they don't ever mention it but like obviously drinking vampire blood to heal is like a common thing we see yeah across this show I mean I don't think that's a spoiler to say but they never really comment on the taste it's just kind of a necessity so then we cut over to Stefan and Elena they drove into the middle of the woods <laughs> And Elena's like, where are we? And Stefan's like, just come with me. And he's very vague for someone who just brought a human to the middle of the woods after telling her he's a vampire. Yeah, I'd be like, "Uh, no, I won't come with you. It seems like you're going to bite me, buddy. Yeah, it's like I was perfectly happy at the cafe where (laughs) people could see us. This is in the middle of the woods. He says, this is before the Salvatore boarding house was even built. This is where my family used to live. And this is where I lived in 1864. And so she asks, I'm like, how long have you been a vampire? Basically. And he's like, I've been 17 since 1864. And so she's like, oh, so you're old, old. Yeah. I also thought this was interesting because I kind of had a guess that the old Salvatore house was like the Lockwood house because maybe that's when Damon hid that crystal there. Like I was thinking that it changed hands, but no, their house is just down. Are you shocked to learn that they were turned into vampires in 1864? No, I, I was pretty sure that that happened. I mean, that's when they got shot. So I assumed that that was when they died and the transition took place. That makes sense. You made a comment in some earlier episode that you thought they were like 400 years old. See, I thought that until I heard the like vague Catherine story that Damon gave. So Stefan tells Elena, this is where Damon and I were born and we were best friends. And then we cut back to 1864 and we see same age Damon and Stefan acting like they're like teenagers. They're being best friends. (laughs) They're playing football. Damon's wearing a little bowler hat. They're being very cute together. But you can tell it's olden times because it's not quite quite football shaped. It's just kind of a blob. It's bigger than a football and it's rounder. It's goofy. But they're tossing it back and forth. And then Catherine comes up with, you know, flirtation in her eyes. And she grabs the football and runs away. And Damon's basically like, aren't you going to like go after her? That's a girl who wants to be chased. And he's like, but if you don't go, I will. So Damon starts chasing her and then Stefan starts chasing them. So clearly they're both into her. I mean, and she is flirting. They're flirting. Everybody's happy. Yeah, she knows what she's doing there. And no shade to her. Why not flirt with both of them? And Elena's like, but Damon made it seem like this was more recent. And Stefan's like, Damon made it, wanted to make it seem like I was heartbroken because he saw I was happy. And we fought over her. And so we cut back to 1864 and we have a reveal of Damon in a Confederate uniform. (laughs) And, you know, I'm famously stupid. So I could not remember which color was Confederacy and which color was Union. So I... I had some hopes even after seeing the uniform. I was like, okay, which one is that? Which one is that? And then Catherine said something like, oh, I bet the Confederacy is thankful for you. And oh, did it? Ooh, ouch. I will say later on, they refer to this later and they make it like known that Damon was not a fan of the Confederacy. I mean, he was a teenage boy in eighteen 18- during a war. Like you don't get to choose what side you're fighting for when you're a teenager. Well, I'm curious because, you know, the famous saying about the Civil War is like brother against brother, you know? So are we going to see Stefan on the Union side to kind of echo that? No. Oh, we're not going to do a lot of Civil War stuff. Okay, I was just curious. The only reason we saw him in that uniform is so they can be like, oh, your leave got extended. Okay. Stefan is not going to fight in the Civil War. Oh, I guess he he was 17, so no draft for him, although the draft didn't really exist then. So never mind right? I honestly don't know. I'm really talking about something I have no idea about. So I should shit it. So the point is, is Stefan's not fighting in the war and Damon's not even fighting in the war for what we see. Yeah. (laughs) But eventually they make it clear that Damon wasn't a fan of the Confederacy. They keep it kind of vague here. But I mean, he was a young boy in Virginia. Like he didn't get to pick his side. Yeah, that's fair. They were rich and had a plantation. So of course, they're in the Confederacy. I was just being hopeful. So Catherine's excited that Damon is staying because then she gets to hang out with both of them. And she makes it very clear that this is her intention. And she's like, well, this is great. I don't know how to pick who I'm going to go to the Founders Ball with tonight. And she says, wink. (laughs) Yeah. So she is actively entertaining both of them because why wouldn't she? Mm -hmm. Then back in present day, Stefan's like, she ended up picking me and I escorted her to the Founders Ball that night And he says, basically, she chose me. I didn't care that Damon got hurt. I just cared about myself. And Elena's like, so Damon got mad. And Stefan's like, well, the thing about Damon is he doesn't get mad. He gets even. So then that leads us right into Vicky and Damon. Vicky is healed up from her bite. She got the blood. She's feeling good. Yeah. And Damon basically is like, yeah, I bit you. I attacked you. You didn't die. I gave you my blood. you healed. And now we're going to party until the sun sets because I can't go outside basically. And she's like, cool, cool, cool. Can I have some more of that blood though? And he said, sure, but you need to give me some of your blood. And she said, deal. (laughs) So they both drink each other's blood and a party begins. So we cut back to Stefan and Elena. Stefan's like, you know, I didn't know this at the time, but you know, the same night that I took her to the Founders Ball, she also hooked up with Damon. So like she was with both of us all the time. And then we see a little snippet of Stefan and Catherine, you know, getting hot and heavy. And he's basically like, I'll love you forever. And she's like, "Mm, that's a long time. She's like, ha." (laughs) and then we see some veins under her eyes so we learn that Catherine is a vampire and Stephanie you did not think Catherine was a vampire I did not I thought maybe she would turn into a vampire like I kind of thought that it was going to be like Damon or Stefan turning her into one not vice versa so that was interesting I mean I'm assuming she's the one who turns them into vampires with this but well you also were convinced that the Salvatores were a family of vampires Just historically, before Stefan and Damon. No, I thought they were the first vampires in the family. But I thought that like someone they knew, I guess. Well, maybe I thought someone in their family turned them. I don't know. I thought that they had more of a vampire kind of coven situation Mm -hmm. than they do. So it was very shocking for you to learn that Catherine was a vampire. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't see that coming. That seems obvious in hindsight. But, you know, how would I know? So Catherine bites Stefan. And the next morning, he wakes up being bitten, blood on his pillow, and he's scared. And she basically compels him, like, don't be scared. Everything's fine. You love me and you're not going to tell anyone. And you're never going to stop loving me. Yeah, exactly. And basically, she compelled them to keep it a secret from each other as well, is what Stefan knows now. So, okay, we haven't really gotten to, we haven't gotten to their vampire transition, obviously. But so clearly, when they become vampires, that compulsion is going to be undone. So I'm guessing that's when the rivalry, rivalry will really hit. I'm just speaking out loud predictions, but... Yeah, we'll cover later that compulsion is lifted, basically when you become a vampire. So basically, whenever they do transition, anything Catherine compelled them, they'll remember what she said. Yeah. So yeah, they'll be able to put those pieces together. Yeah. So you would think that would help their rivalry rather than extend it, but... Well, I will say their rivalry is about more than just Catherine. Interesting. Because I think it's been... You know, it's clear that they have some different philosophies vampirism wise, but it does seem like it's been kind of implied this whole time that Catherine is the the core of their rivalry. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think for the most part, she is. And later in the series, I think they just want to add more depth to it. But they've been alive for a long time without Catherine being a major part of their life. And we'll deal with that when we deal with that. That's true. Obviously, you know that at some point Catherine dies. Yeah, they've said as much that she dies in a fire. I didn't realize vampires could die. Like, I mean, I knew they could, obviously, but the logistics of that is still elusive to me. I'm sure they'll explain that. Yeah, so their rivalry started with Catherine and has grown kind of since then. And so they have, yeah, they have some issues. They have different philosophies. They're just two different characters. That's what it is. I guess Catherine really started it. She kind of set the ball in motion. So Stefan basically explains to Elena, like, I was compelled. That's kind of what our relationship was. And in this time, he picks up Damon's daylight ring. And is like, whoa, is that Damon's ring? Don't give it back to him. And he's like, I literally have to because he's going to hurt you if I don't because that's kind of his only thing. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Mayor Lockwood and Sheriff Forbes and they are discussing the quote unquote drug deal gone bad. And they're like, Vicki Donovan wasn't there. We don't know where she is, but hooray, hooray, we have the Gilbert Watch. So they give the Gilbert Watch to Mayor Lockwood and he has some kind of piece and he puts them together and it makes a little compass that will point out vampires. Yeah, which is handy. No wonder they wanted that watch so bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's useful considering as we covered in the last episode, they don't know anything about vampires. I was under the impression, I think I just assumed this because of something vague you said to keep me from like really being spoiled, that there was like a combination of those heirlooms that would be useful for vampires. Not just this one thing <laughs> that happened to be the one they didn't get. But Well, it is a combination. It's um, that watch and then whatever piece Mayor Locke would have. Has But that piece wasn't like one of the ones on display, I guess. Yes, I guess you're right. Like that wasn't like an issue of like I was thinking that's why they had to gather all of them for Founders Day, like that they needed like a set of a bunch Although I guess all the founders know that. So that wouldn't be an issue. It is an issue if it's just the founders kids. So then we cut over to Vicky and Damon and they're having a ball. They're drinking. They're dancing. Vicky is spilling the beans to Damon. She's like, I'm so over Tyler. He's so mean to me. I'm super into Jeremy. Yeah, that's Elena's brother. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they look like they're having fun. I would like to be at this party. Yeah, so they're dancing. They're breaking a bunch of things. And then Damon picks up Stefan's picture of Catherine and looks at it longingly. So we kind of know that it's not like Stefan isn't affected by Catherine anymore, but Stefan seems over Catherine based on the conversation he had with Elena. And it's clear that Damon is not. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because clearly Stefan like was in love with Catherine, but it seems like it was mostly compulsion at a point. And it seems like now that he knows that like he's able to identify that. Yeah, but- It makes you wonder if like what level of compulsion was at play with Damon, Mm -hmm. because it may have been a lot less compulsion from him. Like he may have just like really loved her, which it does seem to be the case by the way he looked at that picture. And by the way, he reacted when Elena like like a few episodes back was like, I'm so sorry you lost her, too. You know, Mm -hmm. so I think Damon has this connection to Catherine that clearly Stefan doesn't quite have. I think that's clear. And then the party kind of gets a little somber. And we know that because they're playing the sweet sounds of 21 Guns by Green Day. (laughs) As they should. And they're slow dancing. Vicky's crying. She's like, Matt's the good kid. I'm like a piece of shit, basically. And Damon's like, you are damaged. You have not one hint of self-esteem. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, you got (laughs) me there. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, you got me there, guy. She's like, you make a good point. And... He says, you know what? I know what's going to help you. And she says, oh, what? And he says, death. And he snaps her neck. And I guess, you know, snapping the neck is a very efficient way to kill someone. So why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. But clearly, as we all have seen happen over the course of this fun party of a day, she has vampire blood in her system. And Damon does seem to know this. Yeah, Damon knows what he's doing. Yeah, because she quickly, you know, groans a little bit, gets up and... He's like, hey, Dana, you got to feed on a human. And she's like, what? And he basically takes this time to review a transition to vampirism for Vicky as much as for us, the audience, because we haven't actually seen a transition really happen yet. Have we? We haven't at all. Yeah. So this is the first transition we're seeing of a main character. And she tries to leave. And he says, and he's like, oh, no, 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 don't leave. Don't leave. And she's like, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm going to leave. You're wasted. This ha- this is no longer fun for me. And he's like, OK, if you want to leave, like, go ahead. You know what? While you're up, why don't you go visit Jeremy your little boyfriend. And oh, tell Elena I said hi and tell Stefan to call me if you see him. And she's like, I stopped listening a while ago. Yeah, I'm I'm out the door, sweetie. And obviously Damon just wants her to go to the Gilbert house so she can wreak havoc. And it's clear that, you know, she doesn't immediately burst into to ash in the sun. So clearly that's part of the transition that it like takes a while. Mm-hmm. So basically part of the transition is that you're not a vampire until you feed on human blood. You're kind of in like dead human limbo. So things like the sun and being invited in don't apply to you yet. And does she get like, I mean, I guess this is maybe a spoiler. Like, does she get a ring? Or like, could they, I guess I'll ask a more vague question. Is it possible to get more sunlight rings? Yes. Okay. So it's not like a resource like Vervain that is like maybe missing. It's not impossible to get another ring. It's a process. A process that they do not have the tools for at this present time, but they will have the tools for. Pretty soon. Sure. I'm trying to keep it vague. She may get a ring. And they don't have an extra one sitting around. Yeah. They don't like have one ready to go because they only have each other and they're not really carrying around extras. And they can't give her Zach's ring because Zach wasn't a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So they don't just have one lying around to answer your question. Yeah. But they can get one. And they might. You are just going between how much you want to say. I know. I'm trying to be careful. You basically said yes. So then we cut over to Sheriff Forbes and Logan and they're in the woods. Logan has the compass and they're like, "Okay, so we're going to go hunting. If the compass shows you anything, call me on my cell phone. I'll come meet you. She purposely said no radios because clearly that just shows that there is like a very inner circle Mm -hmm. uh, that knows about the vampires. Exactly. And she says, here's a gun. It has wooden bullets in it. The wooden bullet will wound them, but it won't kill them. So you're going to have to shoot them with the wooden bullet and then go over and stake them. And it's worth mentioning at this point. So they know Vicky's not dead with this group of of druggies in the cemetery, but they also know she was there. And so I think given the information they have, it seems pretty likely that she would be the main suspected vampire at this point, Mm -hmm. which they don't really talk about. They don't like say that. But I feel like that must be who they think they're looking for. Well, yeah, but the thing is, and they haven't seen Vicky in daylight in a while. Sheriff Forbes doesn't know Vicky that well, because even though she's the same age as Caroline and they're all like kind of vaguely friends, they're not like as close as Caroline is with other people. So Sheriff Forbes wouldn't be like acutely aware of Vicky's whereabouts at all times. Well, and Vicky is, you know, as she said herself, the wrong side of the tracks. And so this is the downside of only talking to the founding families about things, because you probably lose quite a bit of information on other people in the town. Exactly. It also, I think, is worth mentioning that when they're talking about going into the woods, Sheriff Forbes says, have you ever staked a vampire before? And Logan says, have you? So we can kind of suspect from this they haven't actually dealt with vampires yet. They're aware of them and they kind of know what to do, but they haven't really had to deal with them yet in their lifetimes. Yeah, it's like one of the previous generations left like a guidebook of like, here's how you might know a vampire is coming back and here's how you would approach it. But they, again, know very little about vampires. I cannot emphasize how little they know. Exactly. (laughs) So then we cut to the Gilbert house where Vicky has shown up. She's wearing big sunglasses. She's mad at Jeremy. She's like, where's the food? I'm super hungry, whatever. And Jeremy's like kind of worried about her. It mostly seems like she's like hungover or having a bad trip or something. Yeah. So Jeremy's not like immediately so alarmed. He's like, whatever, just have food. And we cut back to Stefan and Elena. And she's like, hey, that mind control thing that Damon did with Caroline, you ever do that to me? And he said, no, I gave you that necklace. It has her vein in it. It stops you. But he doesn't say like, "Mm, I'm not sure I could. (laughs) Yeah. And he's basically like, you know, no matter what happens after I tell you all this information, like you should probably keep that necklace on. Mm -hmm. It's a nice move. And I think it does endear him a little bit because she's still kind of on the fence. But it is good to know that like he can't really control her, even though she doesn't know that he probably would have a hard time even without the necklace. Mm -hmm. But- But yeah, he tells her all about Vervain. So we, again, are reminded of the power of Vervain. And then we cut back to the Gilbert house where Matt has arrived because Jeremy called Matt for help. And they, at this point, assume it's like a drug trip. Matt's like, oh, what's she on? She's like, my gums hurt. Matt's trying to help her. And she's just like, just turn off all the chatter. She's like, here's the TV. And we see on the TV, Logan Fell is reporting about a drug deal gone bad and that there are these bodies that were found by the cemetery and it was homicide I think there's a part of Matt and Jeremy that are like, what happened there? Because Jeremy knows that they were there last night at the cemetery with those people. And they can see that Vicky's on a bad trip or hungover. So clearly she was on something bad because Mm -hmm. this it doesn't seem normal to them. So they don't necessarily think she like purposely killed all these people, but they think that like either she saw what happened and doesn't remember it, or like maybe like messed something up, you know? Like it's not a good look. They're entertaining the possibility that she was involved. Yeah, but- Luckily, Stefan and Elena come in and Stefan like immediately understands what's going on. Yeah, he clocks it fast and he's like, it's going to be OK. Clearly, like a little bit of compulsion there. Yeah, he's basically like, it's going to be OK. Just go lie down, close all the blinds. Yeah, he's like, take her upstairs, close the blinds. She's going to be fine. And everyone kind of listens to him. Like, I don't know why they're like, oh, yeah, Stefan would know what's up with Vicky. But I guess he did find her on the roof. So they assume that he has Vicky's best interest at her. Yeah, or well, even just like, you know, he is saying it with confidence and no one else has any clue what to do. So you might as well trust him. So Stefan pulls Elena to the side and she's like, how did you know what was wrong? And he's like, so she's in transition. What that means is she needs to drink human blood. And if she doesn't, she will die. And he's like, so that's a choice she has to make. And she's like, so you made that choice at one point then, huh? And he's like, "Ooh," and he's like, oh, we don't have time to talk about that. She basically makes a connection like, oh, so you have had human blood. Maybe you don't now. She makes that connection quick. I don't think I made that connection till like episode two at at the (laughs) earliest. Exactly. (laughs) And she's like, so why are you leaving my brother up there with her? And he's like, she doesn't know what's going on yet. She's going to start to remember eventually, but right now she's just hungry and tired. And then we cut up to Jeremy and Vicky and they're hugging. She's like, please stay. And then she's like hugging him and like smelling his neck and obviously tempted to drink his blood. So she's like, oh, I got to get out of here. And she basically just Runs out of the house. Yeah. And once she gets out the door, it seems that she has some little bit of speed already in this early transition because she's out quick and they like can't see her. Mm -hmm. And then Stefan says, I can track her. And so Elena's like, "Okay, then uh, go do it, buddy. So Stefan goes out after Vicky. So then we cut to the woods where Logan's got his compass and his little wooden bullet gun and the compass starts going off. It's spinning in a conclusive way. So he calls Sheriff Forbes and he's like, hey, I think I got something. It's by the old cemetery. And she's like, "Okay, I'll meet you there. And that's another case where I think they must be where I would be like, it's got to be Vicky Donovan. So then we cut back to the Gilbert house and see Elena and Jeremy who are staying put. And Jeremy's like, I'm really worried about Vicky. And Elena's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. She's like, we literally just have to wait. But of course, the doorbell rings and who shows up but Damon. Immediately, Elena's, you know, kind of scared. But what else can she do? So she's like, Jeremy, go upstairs. Damon immediately clocks that she's scared. He's like, so I'm guessing Stefan told you. (laughs) He's like, can I come in? It doesn't matter. You invited me already. So I'm going to come in. And he's like, I can see you're scared. I'm not going to kill you right now. It doesn't serve my greater purpose. He's like, I'm just going to get that out of the way right now. You can calm down. I'm not going to kill you right at this moment. He's like, but I am here to find out where Stefan is. And she's like, he's looking for Vicky. And he's like, okay, so you know some other stuff. Okay, clear. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, trust me. You know what? Vicky's going to thank me for that. And Elena says, "Did you think Catherine?" And that clearly was something that Damon did not think was going to be told by Stefan. That does phase him. Mm-hmm. He says, "Oh, so he told you everything, everything?" And she says, "I got enough." And he says, "I doubt that." <laughs> Which is a quick switch from like being so shocked. She mentioned that about Catherine, and then being like, "Oh, you didn't know. You don't know everything." Yeah. And at the end of the day, it still is only Stefan's side of the story. I mean, obviously, as we've covered. Damon had a different relationship with Catherine than Stefan did, obviously, from the information we have as the audience that maybe that Elena certainly doesn't have. And maybe even Stefan doesn't have. Yeah, it seems that Damon really closes himself off in a lot of ways. And you know what? I can fix him. <laughs> and that's all I want to say. Because as we will find out, Stefan and Damon haven't been like living together all these years, which I think you assumed. Yeah. They've all dealt with this differently. This Catherine thing, obviously, because Stefan seems kind of past it. And Damon obviously is not. Yeah. So basically Damon's like, well, you know what? Tell Stefan I'm looking for him and leaves the Gilbert house. And then we cut to the woods where Stefan finds Vicky at the old cemetery. And she's like, I'm starting to remember things. You found me on the roof. So basically we learn that once you get turned into a vampire, anything a vampire compelled you to believe, it'll come back to your memory. Yeah. Any compulsion will like wear off which is interesting because i wouldn't have thought that yeah and it's nice stefan is kind of trying to prep her he's like well you're gonna have to feed on human blood if you want to stay vampire or you'll just die and she's like what (laughs) she's like what the hell and he's like look it's really up to you it's your decision if you choose to transition i will help you but you know it's up to you and she basically kind of is like i don't want to turn take me home i'll die yeah but unfortunately the universe has other plans because logan shoots stefan with a wooden bullet. And it does affect him hard. Mm -hmm. He gets him pretty good, like kind of near the heart area. But Damon happens to be nearby. So Damon attacks Logan, bites him enough to kind of like subdue him. Yeah. He doesn't kill him, but he just wants him knocked out a little bit. I guess I don't know how much the Founders Council knows, but you would think Logan would have had a little vervain coffee or something. I guess maybe it's not available to him. I also think it's You know, I get you don't want to waste wooden bullets, but like it's wood. It's not silver. That can't be that hard to find. Like, why only shoot him once? And he did take his time getting over to stake him, which, you know, he's never staked a vampire before. So maybe it was stressful. But, you know, so then Logan is laying there, not dead yet, but he definitely has blood on the side of his neck. Well, and I think it's generally foolish to have, I mean, the sheriff had a partner with her when she was out there. Yeah. So I don't really know why Logan was by himself. Maybe he was just confident. He seems like the youngest of the founders group. So I bet they were just like, well, if we lose him, it's not that big. Of a loss. <laughs> yeah, he's just a fell. So, yeah, Damon attacks Logan before he can stake Stefan. And so there's blood dripping down Logan's neck. But Logan's alive right now. He's just kind of maimed. Damon pulls the wooden bullet out of Stefan and he's like, oh, it's wood. So they definitely know vampires are back. Stefan gives Damon his daylight ring. They're kind of dealing with their own bullshit. But unfortunately, Vicky is sitting right there. Vicky goes and bites Logan. I mean, the blood's out. She can't resist it. Like, you know, he's already maimed sitting there. No great loss. So she basically gets a lot of blood out of him. And he looks pretty lifeless by the time she's done. Yeah, it's not confirmed or anything. But I think there's a good chance that he's dead. Good for Jenna. Get him out of there. Don't even give you the option, sweetie. So Vicky has completed her transition and they're about to leave. And Damon spots the pocket watch on the ground and grabs it. Then a few minutes later, the sheriff and her partner roll up and immediately the sheriff is like, where's the pocket watch? And they're not going to find it. We don't we know that they don't know that quite yet. Yeah, but I think they'll figure that out pretty quick. We cut back to the Gilbert house. Stefan's going to update Elena and there's blood on his shirt, but obviously he's healed. So he's like, bad news. I couldn't stop it. Yeah, she fed on blood and she ran away. So I lost her and I'm going to keep working. But like, that is what it is. He's like, look, I'm going to find her. I'm going to help her. We'll come up with a story. And Elena's like, look, we're going to be lying about it. This is just all too much for me. She's like, I did what I promised you I would do. I listened to you today. I learned everything I could. I feel safe with you. I don't think you're going to hurt me. And I'm not going to tell anyone your secret, but I'm not going to be your girlfriend. That can't happen. And they are both very sad about this. It's clear. And I mean, it's probably the right choice. We'll see if it sticks. I doubt it. (laughs) And we close the episode with Elena crying. So Stephanie, do you think Stephanie and Elena are done so? No, not by a long shot. Do you think we'll see Logan again? Do you think he's dead for good? I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's since he's part of the founding family and evidently the only reporter in town. It seems like that would be a very big death for like episode six. So I'm not 100% sure he's dead. Fair. But they also had Vicky live. So who knows? Are you at this point still thinking we might see Zach again? I'm holding out hope. I'll hold out hope till the series finale, baby, if that's how long it <laughs> takes. So this is our first transition to vampire that we've seen, and it's Vicky. How do you think this is going to go for Vicky going forward? You know, I think this is going to be a hard place to be, but I do feel like she's going to trust Stefan with some stuff. I think she's, you know, going to be scared and need a hand to hold. And and I think she's going to lean on Stefan for that rather than Damon. I think she's going to hold some anger that Damon's the one who changed her. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how this affects like Matt's connection to all of this and what he knows about vampires, because he obviously has a few suspicions already and so living with Vicky I think may bring some of those out do you think Damon is right that Vicky will be happier this way I mean she wasn't very happy before so I don't know that she'll be happier but I think it's something different at least you know I think she was having a rough go of it going down not a great path for her in the long run so at least this gives her a different path I'm not sure it's a better one but hmm Do you think she's going to tell anyone that she turned into a vampire? Oh, I don't think she will. Not for a while. I think she's still really freaked out by it. I I think she won't tell anyone until she gets a little more comfortable in her new vampire shoes, you know. Mm -hmm. Her brand new vampire (laughs) shoes. (laughs) Well, we're excited to see where she goes and where everyone goes. Yeah. If we have a transition this early, I can only imagine how many will become vampires over the course of the show. Only time will tell. I'm excited to see where it goes next week. But for now, goodbye, brother. Goodbye, brother.